Welcome to the Halloween haunt. A little warning, your hair may stand on end. You may feel a shiver in your spine. It's a natural result of a fearful info, harrowing history, and paranormal poems and stories. And now it's time to introduce the ghastly guru of dire distress, the Halloween Haunter. <laughs> Hollywood, California is such a sordid place. What with all its sunshine and warm weather, and other things, I suppose. It's only natural that the supernatural permeates it. I can only scratch the surface now, but here are a few stories of haunted Hollywood. In 1919, a young lady named Virginia Rapp came to Hollywood. She was a model and got a job with Max Sennett's studio, doing mostly minor parts in the silent films of the town. She developed a reputation for being a party girl and caught the eye of a famous comedian named Fatty Arbuckle. He had a big party in San Francisco to celebrate a multi-million dollar movie contract. Yes, even back then. And there was much illicit alcohol. I won't go into sordid details, but Virginia was found in a bedroom moaning and saying she was dying. She fell into a coma and died a few days later. Fatty was charged with among other things, her murder. He ended up getting off because of a lack of coherent testimony and no physical evidence. His career was ruined, however. I don't know if anyone has seen or heard the ghost of Fatty Arbuckle, but at Hollywood Memorial Park, visitors have reported hearing a ghostly voice crying out and weeping near Virginia's grave. Peg Entwistle was an actress who had quite a tragic backstory. It got better though. She worked on Broadway until the depression set in and audiences could no longer afford theater tickets. She came west, worked in theater a bit and then film, but she struggled to succeed and ultimately did not. So one night in 1932, Peg scrambled up the hill to the famous Hollywood sign folded her coat neatly, and placed it and her purse at the bottom of the maintenance ladder for the letter H. She climbed to the top and jumped to her death. There was a suicide note in the purse, but it wasn't signed with her name, just her initials. And it took a few days to find it and her and then figure out who she was. The saddest part may be that two days after her Uncle Harold had identified her body, he found a letter from the Beverly Hills Playhouse offering her the lead role in their next production, a character who commits suicide in the final act of a play. Since then, there have been reports of hikers and Griffith Park Rangers seeing a woman in 1930s-era clothing who quickly vanishes when approached. In 1990, a couple with a dog were walking on a trail near the sign when the dog started to act strange, whining, staying close to the couple. They saw a woman wearing 1930s clothing walking close by. Since it was Hollywood, they didn't think much about it until she just faded away. They hadn't even heard the story, so it's unlikely they were influenced by it. There have been reports of the scent of gardenias, Peg's signature perfume, when the flowers were closed up for the winter. 
So the next time you see the sign, perhaps you'll see a little less glamour and a little more spooky. The Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel has been around since 1927 and was quite the scene in its initial heyday, with A-list celebrities galore. It's said that the ghost of Marilyn Monroe still shows up. There used to be a mirror in the lobby. People would take photos in front and find Marilyn's reflection above them. It had once been in Marilyn's poolside suite before it was in the lobby. I'm told it's no longer there. On the ninth floor of that hotel, guests sometimes complain of someone playing the trumpet in the next room late at night. But the room was vacant. Montgomery Clift apparently lived on the ninth floor for three months while filming From Here to Eternity and practiced his trumpet. Sometimes lights turn off and on spontaneously, as do faucets, and the switchboard fields calls from rooms with no one in them. Marilyn Monroe is also said to frequent the Knickerbocker Hotel. That's fun to say, Knickerbocker Hotel. She hangs out in the ladies' room, like that Hogwarts ghost in the Harry Potter books. Famed silent star Rudolph Valentino has been spotted in the bar. Director D.W. Griffith died in the lobby back in the day. And Bess Houdini, Harry's widow, held a seance on the roof every year for ten years after his 1926 death. Grauman's Chinese theater is said to be haunted by the Fernwood Flasher from Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, a TV show in the 1970s. The Fernwood Flasher was actor Victor Killian, who was beaten to death in his nearby home in 1979. Hollywood's Pantages Theater is said to be haunted by a singing woman who died in 1932, right there in the mezzanine. Oh, and Howard Hughes, who once had offices in the building. Employees have seen his ghost there over the decades. Well, I hope that whets your appetite. You'll find many other stories in the show notes for this episode, as well as other stories of ghosts and hauntings. Perhaps I will revisit the topic in the future. Please let me know if you'd like that. And find much more at thehalloweenhaunt.com.